welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our audience with these inspirational business stories. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in West Virginia, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to learn about J.P. Phillips and his company, Mountain State Waste. J.P., are you ready to get down to business? Yeah, Jim, let's go. All right, J.P., I'm so glad to have you on the podcast to share your story this week. J.P. Phillips is the vice president and general manager of Mountain State Waste, headquartered in Weston, West Virginia. Mountain State Waste provides quality residential and commercial waste services to the Mountain State and beyond. From large containers like roll-offs and dumpsters to the average curbside trash pickup, they provide professional service for residential and commercial waste service needs. A little bit about JP and his background. He's worked for 20 years, uh, has about 20 years experience in the solid waste industry, and has worked with waste haulers all over the East Coast. He received his B.A. in accounting from Marshall University in 2000 and his M.B.A. from Wheeling Jesuit University in 2004. J.P. is the current president of the Independent Association of West Virginia Waste Haulers and Recyclers. I invited J.P. on the show today to talk about his company, to share his story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into his business here in West Virginia. J.P., take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Yeah, Mountain State Waste, uh, we started a company in 2013, myself and a partner. Uh, We've both been in the business for many years now and was just looking to to start another business here in West Virginia. Uh, We've seen great opportunity in north central West Virginia with the with all the economic activity in the Morgantown, Bridgeport, Clarksburg area. Yeah. We started with uh, an acquisition that got the company started in 2013 in Weston. Since then, we've expanded from Weston and have offices in in Morgantown and also in Wayne, West Virginia. We service about 16,000 residential commercial customers in 14 counties in West Virginia and also Greene County, PA in, in southwestern Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's awesome, JP. Well, thanks for that brief overview. So you've been doing this for 20-some years. How in the heck did you get started in, in this line of work? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, and, and it's funny because most people are born into the waste industry. If you if you go around and you ask people how they got into it, well, their mom and dad or their grandfather or their brother or their <clears throat> uncle or somebody had owned a business. Sure. Um, my, my, mine's a little bit different. It's a little funny story. I was going to school at Marshall, and uh, we were living in the dorm rooms at Marshall, and all my buddies wanted to get a house for the summer and, and spend the summer in Huntington versus going home. 
So I called my mom and dad, and I told them what the plan was, and they said, well, that's fine. You just have to pay for it. <laughs> uh, so, so I got to work on the resume and, and started putting some feelers out there, and, and I got a phone call one morning. It was probably 9 o'clock, and, and, of course, at that time, at that age, I was just now getting out of bed. And this lady said, this is Sloan from General Refuge Service. I wanted to know if he wanted to come in for an interview today. I said, sure, that's fine. I hung up the phone. I told my, I told my roommate, I said, General Refuge Service, that sounds like a stinking old garbage company. <laughs> and, and sure enough, when, when I pulled into their parking lot, it was a stinking old garbage company. And that was in 1999. And, and that's what I've done ever since then. Wow, that's awesome, man. What a, what a cool, uh, cool background story for how you got into, into the business. That's very cool. So, JP, what's your 30-second elevator pitch for Mountain State Waste? What, what do you tell people it is that you do? Well, we, we provide comprehensive waste and residential, residential and commercial waste service. So, basically, if you've got something to throw away, we can get rid of it for you. Awesome. <clears throat> JP, so you guys have been – when did you start this? 2013. Right. Yep. And, and you guys have been doing this. You've been expanding. I've been watching what you're doing. I see your trucks all over. I see your your the logo on your dumpsters all over uh, North Central West Virginia. What's <clears throat> what's the thing that you're most excited about for your company right now? Well, right now, just uh, in March, about a month ago, we just signed a contract with West Virginia University. Um, we think that's going to bring a lot of opportunities for us. And the biggest reason is, is up to this point, we struggled with credibility with some of the bigger customers in the market, uh, whether it be WVU, Morgantown, <clears throat> Fairmont, Bridgeport, those areas, just because people don't know who Mountain State Waste is. Yeah. So, so, so we've just struggled with gaining that credibility and, and, and gaining trust of those customers. And I think the partnership with West Virginia University will really help solve that problem. Yeah, that's awesome. How, how in the heck did you do that? Were you just able to, was it persistence that got you in the door? Or how, I mean, shed some light on how you yeah. ended up getting, getting into WVU. Persistence is an understatement. Um, we've worked really hard. Uh, Morgantown, the Morgantown market where we're at, has really been been the big bright spot for us. It's really grown. We got in that market in 2015 through a small little acquisition, a guy that was running like two trucks. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just grown from there. And we we've just been persistent, whether it's been WVU or or the cupcake place just around the corner um but this wvu contract took took little over two years from start to finish <clears throat> to get it all complete and done and get our containers on site that's awesome that in persistence man that that's a it's a great trait to to have as an entrepreneur and, and I, I can pretty much tell that you've already understand that lesson so north central west virginia and then you have your you have an office in wayne so you're kind of hitting that southwestern corner, if you will, of West Virginia. What 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 are the counties that you serve in West Virginia? Oh my goodness. So so out of Wayne we service Lincoln, Wayne, and Cabell and do some work in Putnam County. Okay. Our office in Weston, we service uh, Lewis, Gilmer, Harrison, Braxton, Ritchie, Upshur and randolph i think i named them all yeah and then out out of morgantown we service 
Montegalia, Wetzel, Taylor, a little bit of Marion, and Greene County, Pennsylvania. Cool. So you guys actually have crossed the border in the PA as well. <clears throat> Very cool. Yeah, we, our, our office in Morgantown is actually just across the border in Mount Morris, Pennsylvania. You, yeah, you yeah. can literally throw a rock to the West Virginia border from where we're at. Cool. How many employees do you have, J.P.? got about 65 employees wow. in all the different locations that's awesome yeah and, and so you guys have really ramped it up since you started uh just six years ago or so the business has more than doubled um wow. in about five years that's amazing so it, it it's it's been a ride so jp you know obviously our our, our goal here is to inspire people one of the ways i always ask people to do that is to kind of take take us back to your worst business moment as a, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, because I think there's a lot of things that we can learn, especially uh, younger people in business. It's all, um, you know, it all looks, you know, romantic and beautiful and everything's happening. You're making money and all this kind of stuff. You're growing your company. But sometimes those challenges uh, teach us some great lessons. So I'd, I'd like to ask you to take us back to your your worst business moments since you guys started this company back in 2013. and Take us to that place and kind of shed some light on, uh, you, you know, that, that worst moment you guys have had in business so far. I'm actually going to take you back to a prior company. So okay. Prior yeah. to Mountain State Waste. Sure. Prior to Mountain State Waste, uh, <clears throat> me and the same partner owned a company in the eastern panhandle up in the Martinsburg, Charlestown mm. area. Mm-hmm. It was called Apple Valley Waste. And in March of 2013, we had an employee that lost his life in an accident while he was working for us. Oh man. Uh, Yeah. uh, And just through the normal course of business, man, he was, he was in his truck doing his job. He got out of the truck and went across the street to go pick up uh, a can of trash that was at a customer's house and and a car coming from the other direction, hit him and and killed Mm. him. So it's, it's a, it's a tough thing to go through, especially when you're, when you're an independent company and, and it was about the same size. We had about 65 employees. Wow. It's pretty night, pretty uh, tight knit group of people and you almost feel like family. So you really feel like you've lost one of your own. Wow. Damn, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Now, but I can just only imagine that that was a, uh, a very tough, tough time to go through. What was the, what was the takeaway from that, that, uh, that, season of your life that you know here you got this company it's uh doing very well over in charlestown area what uh what was that takeaway that you learned from that that lesson yeah it's it's tough you you rack your brain there for a long long time what could you do different what could you do different was it something that you've done and and i think what i learned learned the most from that is is at the end of the day there's some things that are just out of your control all you can do is prepare and work hard and 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 do your best and and then the outcomes after that you just they are what they are yeah yeah jp how did how did the how did you guys regroup from that i mean i mean that had to been just a earth-shattering event that that takes place i mean how did you how did you make it through that i it's unbelievable the 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 spirit that people show and how they come together when when tragedy happens yeah. um i mean our, our business never stops I, I, I tell i tell new hires all the time that the good thing about our business is is we work five six days a week 52 weeks a year the the bad 
the bad thing about our business is we work five, six days a week, 52 weeks a year. And, and during that day, that next day, we get up at, at 3 a.m. And, and I had all 60 people show up, show up the next day and ready to go to work. Um, so, so it, it was just, it was like a family. Everybody came, came together. We still had a job to do, but we still had, still had, uh, an employee that we needed to mourn and, and, and get through all that. And it, it's just amazing how people come together and come through and everybody was, was looking out for everybody. And, um, we just did what we had to do. Yeah. Well, on one hand, JPA, um, First of all, I appreciate you sharing that moment with us, and I know that that uh, probably brings back a, a lot of memories that aren't so um, so pleasant. But uh, you know, I think that there's uh, something to be learned uh, by that lesson right there, with uh, you know the resiliency um, and and being you know I think that's a testament. You know, I don't, I don't I've never met you, but I just see that there's a, a loyalty there of your employees from your leadership. Uh, and being able to uh, go out there and serve your customers, even in the wake of uh, a horrible tragedy like that, of losing somebody uh, that's valued uh, employee on your team. So I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, JP, I want to take a second and, and talk a, a little bit about some of our incredible sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia. Without them, uh, we would not be able to to bring this podcast to uh, not only West Virginia, but around around the country. And they are the State Journal wvnews.com interaction media united bank and Milan. it's the support we receive from these companies that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of west virginia our guest today is jp phillips uh, he is with mountain state waste he's one of the owners jp let's get back into it what's the vision that you have for your your company long term it's real simple. We, we want to be the go-to resource for all things waste in West Virginia. So, so when you think about trash in West Virginia, we want you to pick up the phone or log on to Mountain State Waste. Yeah, It's really a simple vision. And, mm-hmm. and if we can do that, if we can get everybody calling us when they think about what they want to throw away, then, then we're going to be a real successful company. Yeah, absolutely. What are some of the challenges you face, JP, in your, in your company? What are, I mean, what are some of those barriers that you're running up against that, uh, that may seem uh, formidable at times? I, I talk a lot with, with peers and, and other business owners, and it seems that we all have the, the, the same major challenge right now, especially in West Virginia. But, but us being in the transportation business and, and having to have specialized commercial drivers, our biggest issue right now is, is recruiting well-qualified people to, to operate our equipment and our trucks. Um, it, it's tough because we compete against against the oil and gas industry in, in West Virginia. And if you've ever dealt with those guys, they seem to have an unlimited checkbook. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, unfortunately we don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we, we try to find where we can't compete financially with, with wages and that we, we try to find the guys that, that are looking to spend more time with their families. We, we work Monday through Friday. So you know what time you get off every day. You know what time you're going home. You're able to go to the kids' basketball game or or baseball game. You get Saturday and Sunday off. So so those are the people that we look for. But it but it's a bigger challenge now than it than it ever has been. Yeah, yeah. How how are you going about uh, recruiting new employees? Um, what's what's the 
the best channel for you to uh, to do that? Uh, it depends on the position. So mm-hmm. so for drivers, we have a lot of success with with through social media, whether it be Facebook or even on some of the the internet based um, search engines like Indeed. Mm-hmm. That that helps. Uh, you have to have your message tailored because, like I said, we we can't compete financially wage wise uh, with with some of the other people out there. So you got to make sure you got your message out there right, and and people know what they're signing up for and what they get in lieu of um, in lieu of the money. Yeah. yeah. And and then we've we've had to, for other positions we've had to use recruiters and and go that way. So just just sort of depends on what's out there and what you're looking for. Yeah. So on the flip side, how do you attract, how do you guys attract new customers? Is it, is it through referrals? Is it through word of mouth? I mean, you advertise, talk, talk a little bit about how you guys set about getting new customers. So we focused a lot of our efforts as far as new customers go on, on commercial work. Yeah. And we do that. We do that a lot. It's, it's a lot of word of mouth. It's being involved in the community um it's having people on the street going and visiting businesses we, we've had a lot of success that way just just being involved in the community whether it's through through networking events or the chamber of commerce or things like that uh, the more that you build those relationships the the easier it is to do business with those people in the future yeah yeah so it's kind of interesting listening to you talk about that because you know you talk about you know how you got into the business, and the fact is, is that you know, um, it, I imagine it could be, um, you know, it is a, it's a dirty business sometimes. But man, it is one of those services you just don't think about, but it's so vital to everything that we do. Right. Nobody thinks about it till they actually need it, till it becomes a problem, yeah. and then it is a problem. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I think about too, and just just talking with you here, is that you know, tourism. And the beauty, the natural beauty of our state is um, there are just tremendous opportunities for our people here, right? We hear about the industry of tourism and the people want to come here and experience the beauty. But you can't have that beauty if there's trash everywhere. Right. Um, And, and you know, one of the good things that West Virginia does do, uh, and and the waste industry is very unique in West Virginia, uh, the state of West Virginia and the state of Washington are the only two states where the industry is regulated at the state level. Really? Talk about uh, that. Yeah, so our, about, yeah. yeah. So, so our services, service area, and pricing is, is all related, is all regulated by the state public service commission. Mm. And again, like I said, it's, it's very unique. In most cases, it's, it's either not regulated or it's regulated through, through municipal contracts and things like that. But going back to to how that helps the state is is part of part of the part of the benefit that that we get. So so the Public Service Commission says I can service these areas, whether mm-hmm. it be Lewis County, Gilmer County, parts of Mon County. Sure. Um, but the trade off for getting that area is I have to service every customer in that area, no matter where they live at or what they do. So. Every person in West Virginia has access to curbside residential trash collection, and mm. that is not the case in a lot of states around the country. Wow. Um, so, and one of the very reasons that the state of West Virginia did that was to eliminate some of the 
um, over the hill and roadside dumping that, that was going on many, many years ago. And yeah. since they've put this in place that, that we've really cleaned up, cleaned up the state. Wow. What's, I, I get the sense of, of passion. Now, you were born originally in Barber County, Billington, is, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? That's correct. All right, yep. so, so you have a passion for this. I mean, you've been doing this, you know, most of your career, right? You, you've, been, you've had a couple of companies. What, you know, I, first of all, I think that's incredible. And I think, you know, what you're doing with Mountain State Waste is, is an awesome, I mean, it's just an awesome venture, you know, what's one piece, JP, what's one piece of advice you would give to young people that are thinking about going into business? Maybe they have this entrepreneurial drive. Maybe they're going to get their MBA like you did and saying, hey, you know, maybe I, I wonder if I could do something like this in West Virginia as opposed to going to North Carolina or to, you know, to Maryland or going, you know, somewhere out of state. What's, what's the piece of advice you would give them to keep their, their company and get started here in, in our state of West Virginia? Uh, so, so West Virginia is a tough place to do business. There's no doubt. Um, just because of the, the, the rural nature of the state and the small population, I mean, Mm -hmm. you, you can go to a lot of other places and and see, seek a lot more opportunities. But the, the one thing that, that you don't get is you don't get the state of West Virginia. Um, it's home and there's no place that I would rather live and raise a family and have my two little boys grow up. So I think that's the part of West Virginia that people don't realize and don't see just because of the limited opportunities out there. But, but the big opportunity that no other place offers is, is just the lifestyle that West Virginia offers. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing to me. I, I, I've been all over the, the East coast, um, up and down working at different different companies and yeah. been to a lot of different places and and have always come back home to West Virginia because it's it, it's the place that I want to see my boys grow up. Yeah, and, and you're making a difference. You know, you're you're creating opportunities for for people to do that right now with 65 employees throughout your different offices. I mean, that's that's incredible and that's why that's why I wanted to have you on the show quite honestly is to talk about these things cuz I think it's very inspirational what you guys are doing and 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 i I just you know want to commend you and take my hat off uh you know to you for that i think that's awesome jp what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success you know before before i walk out the door every morning i take a big deep breath and i think of about three or four things that i want to to accomplish that day mm-hmm. now whether i accomplish all those or not I, I don't know but what it does it keeps me on track and keeps me working to keep the business moving forward every day mm. yeah focus yeah focus is is so important and, and, and i i say this all the time but you know what we focus on we win at and that's exactly what you're talking about right there take a deep breath Think of those three or four things you want to accomplish and go after it, get it done. What's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without, JP? You know, I don't, I don't know. We we use a lot of different things. There's probably more technology involved in our business than than what anybody would yeah. would believe. Yep. Um, but uh, but you know, I I guess for me, it's probably just the the basic thing is as the cell phone with with three mm-hmm. locations across the state and and 65 employees scattered off 
scattered on rural routes all over the place. It, it, you're just not in the office very often, so so you have to work mm-hmm. work remotely quite a bit, and and just having having access and be able to contact people. Um, that's the biggest thing for me. Cool. JP, what's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people or entrepreneurs? So there's a book out there that is called Measure What Matters by John Doerr. Hmm. And it talks about um, objective and key results-based goal setting. And he does a really good job of simplifying the goal setting process and and teaching you how Hmm. to, just like it says, measure what matters. So Hmm. just set the goals and, and, and set goals that you can measure and know that you're accomplishing the right things. Hmm. So many people you, you, that you talk to in a, in a given day will say, oh, I'm busy. I'm busier than I've ever been. Well, are, are, you, are you working on the right things, right? That's what I always right. wonder. That's exactly right. <laughs> See, so measuring what matters, especially uh, if, you know, from, a, from a, a business owner standpoint, is extremely important. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if you knew this or not, but on our resources page of PositivelyWV.com, we have lists of every single book over the last year and a half that's been recommended by our guests. And we'll have your, uh, you know, Measure What Matters on there with a link to Amazon where people can just click it and buy it. So thank you for making that recommendation. You're uh, you're now part of the the official record for Positively West Virginia, and, I, I, and that's pretty cool. And that and that's really what we're trying to do here is educate people and 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 motivate them to say, look, we can do things here. We can start we can start a trash company, you know, a waste management company here in West Virginia, and have 65 employees and all, growing all over the state of West Virginia. I love I love that. And so thank you very much for 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 sharing that with us. JP, um, I always like to talk about, you know, your ideal customer. One of the things we're trying to do here with the show is to make connections, you know. So if there's, is there somebody in West Virginia that you would like to meet that would be like an ideal customer or maybe help you get a relationship with an ideal customer? You mentioned WVU at the beginning of the show. and is there, who, who's, who's somebody that, uh, that you want to meet out there that maybe we can help get you plugged into? Um, you know what? I don't, I know who I would really like to meet right now and, and it's not in West Virginia. It's a guy at the, or guy or gal at the Pennsylvania Department of, uh, environmental protection that, that is, that is over a permit that we've had in front of them for about a year. Wow. Um, that once we get is a, is a major game changer for, for our organization. Well, there you I'd go. I'd like to be able to get a hold of that person yeah. and talk to them. Yeah. Uh, do you happen for to about five minutes? Do you know their name? I, I do not. No. Okay. It would just be somebody, somebody at the Pennsylvania DEP that's okay. That's over the solid waste permits. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, and that again, you, you'd be surprised how many connections we've actually helped make through the show. It's been it's been incredible. So I appreciate you mentioning that, and uh, that's the first one I've had somebody mention outside of the state. But that if that could help your company here. By meeting them there, that that would be just awesome. So we'll see what we can do to help help make that uh, make that connection for you, JP. Um, you know, there's we've covered a lot of ground in the last 25 minutes. But uh, is there anything that I haven't asked you or we haven't talked about with uh, Mountain State Waste that you would like our audience to know more about? Uh, yeah, uh, going back to the credibility thing yeah. that I mentioned earlier Please that do, we yeah. struggle with, um, yeah. uh, what people probably don't know about Mountain State Waste 
is that we're actually the fourth largest waste hauler in the state. Um, And and that's behind two of the national companies that are nationwide. Uh, And and we're actually the largest privately held company in the state. Um, So, so we have all the resources available to us that, that any waste provider in the country would have. But we're also small enough that when problems do arise or if you need um, specific information or specific requests, that we can take care of that. So we're, we're big enough that we can do everything, but we're small enough that we can still deal with you one-on-one individually and, and tailor service to your needs. Wow. Now, how do, how do they measure that? Uh, is it in terms of, like, tonnage that you guys haul or is it- how does I'm just curious about about that. That's fascinating. Just in six years, you guys have grown to be the fourth largest in the state and the largest private privately held company. Yeah, that, that's a re- based on revenue and number of customers. Wow, that's awesome. Is it, how that's measured, uh, and and a lot of a lot of other companies. In it. It, it, you mentioned briefly that I'm president of the West Virginia uh, Independent Waste Haulers Association. Yes. We've probably got 65 independent waste haulers wow. in the state of West Virginia. I had Virginia. no idea. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, a, a, lot, a lot of those companies are family-run businesses where it's mom and dad on the truck and 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 doing their route during the day and then going back home, and, and that's all they do. Yeah. Um, so those, those folks do, do a really great job. It's just that a lot of them only have one or two trucks and only pick up maybe a a, a thousand customers or something like that mm. um wow very cool well that's uh, another testament to you guys and what you're what you're doing out there who do you want to mention your business partner i didn't uh didn't mention him in earlier what yeah his name's randy lawson um randy. he's been in the business a long he's actually been a mentor of mine for a long time that that first job that i got in 1999 in the yeah. waste industry yeah that that was his that was his company. So I went to work for him in in nineteen ninety nine. That's um, awesome. He's been in the business. Yeah, he's been in the business since since the early eighties. Um, so so he's been a, a big mentor to me and and a, a testament to a lot of things that I've done yeah. over the years. That's wonderful. Wonderful to hear that. Uh, JP, in, in closing, how can our listeners learn more about you, your company, Mountain State Ways? What's the best way for them to connect with you? I think our website does a great job of giving you an overview of where we service and what we do. And you can see it at mountainstatewaste.com. Um, and, and from there you can find the telephone numbers and the contacts to go from there, but that, that'll get you in, in the right direction. Yeah. Heck yeah. And, and folks, if you're, if you're out there and you're not happy with your, your service and these guys are in your County, give them a call. Mountain state waste, JP Phillips, JP. I mean, this has been awesome. I've, I've enjoyed getting to know you just in the short time. Uh, and, and I really appreciate you spending some time and giving some, some real insight as to you know how your company's doing, how you kind of got started in this, and and really giving us some really great value in terms of inspiration and and educating our folks on uh, the state of your your company here in West Virginia. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Glad I had the opportunity. Yeah, man. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal. WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan, 
as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like J.P. Phillips and Mountain State Waste. Our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments, your encouragement, your notes that you send us, and, and the reviews on, on the different uh, platforms, iTunes, Google, uh, Google Play, Spotify, and of course on the website. Uh, and please, uh, you know, we encourage you to share these stories on your social media channels as well and help us get the word out about all the companies that we're, that we're highlighting on the podcast. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.